Good day. I'm back with you on the H2 Operator Podcast to give you information on anything to do with water. The podcast from the Caribbean Water and Sewage Association, Kawasa. We are with Mr. Keys de Jong of Consulagua of Hamburg, Wasa. And he is one of the lead consultants and facilitators of a workshop taking place in St. Lucia this week with water operators from Dominica, St. Lucia, St. Vincent and the Grenadines, Grenada, and Belize, as well as the National Water Commission of Jamaica. They all represented here. And in the previous podcast, I have spoken to Mr. Mandil Alsey of Wasco and Mr. Karim Thompson of Belize Water Services. So now we are going to hear from one of the facilitators who is going to tell us a little more about uh, the program and some of what they are doing here this week. Thank you very much, uh, Mr. Jean, Ignacio Jean. I'm very pleased to be um, um, present during this, uh, this very interesting training. Actually, we are already working with Wasco for uh, more than five years, and this particular training um, takes place during four days. And um, uh, we are focusing, the first day was uh, on, on non-revenue water uh, issues because uh, Wasco just also released, uh, or will release soon, a, a non-revenue water strategy that has been developed, uh, well, together with, with our support a little bit. And um, it was the, the training this week is is very it is between practitioners and it is uh, dealing with, uh, with how to develop a water balance, how to uh, to deal with um, with technical operation of uh, water supply networks. Today we are uh, in the middle of uh, an exercise doing hydraulics, understanding the the basic hydraulics in, in distribution and transport systems, and. Um, Yes, yesterday we had uh, an interesting day about demand forecasting because uh, also we there are some some pending issues here, some some main transport lines in the northern uh, area of, of the island that needs to be um, to to be uh, replaced, and we are now doing exercises on how to uh, to size these diameters, and uh, for doing that we need um, we need a demand forecast. Right, so how important is um, demand forecasting in, in this scenario if you are looking to uh, reduce non-revenue water? What, what is the importance of, of demand forecasting? What are some of the things need to be done in, in demand forecasting? Well, the main uh, challenge is, of course, that uh, at the moment very, very little is, is documented, so it's very difficult to give a, a solid... Um, uh, solid um, output on, um, on, on, on water loss reduction, but uh, the estimate at, at, at Wasco is that uh, the losses uh, for a whole island are between 40 and 50 percent of the water produced, which is um, much far too high. So um, if, you are, if you understand your network, your hydraulics, you know where your pressures and flow should be, then you can also start... Um, um, reducing, making reducing programs for uh, for, for for leakages and, and and also a lot of a lot of um, non-revenue water is also caused by uh, by apparent losses. So more uh, 
perhaps the customer database uh, should be updated, perhaps there is illegal connection, and um, by um, also uh, creating district metering areas or smaller distribution zones, we are trying to to, to do special programs to, re to create a water balance in such a smaller zone and then also um, try to make uh, to, to do the measures to reduce the water losses and, and after each measure has been taken we, we will look again in the water balance. Right, so you're saying that there's, there's lack of documentation and then you have, uh, I think it was mentioned that and we visited Babono where there's the pilot project uh, with a district metering area. What really does that involve, uh, a district metering area? So actually, to, uh, to tackle the, the, the non-revenue water, it is very important to have isolated uh, distribution zones where the consumption is known, so the customer data is, is well known for uh, that particular area, and that uh, a water meter is in place uh, at, the, at the entrance of this um, this zone to be able to uh, to prepare a water balance and actually the purpose of the water balance is to see okay uh, how much water is flowing into a system for during one month and how much water is built so then the difference between the two is the water that's uh, unaccounted for and uh, and then we we are doing all kind of um, activities for example we plan to do a door-to-door -door survey to every customer to inspect the water meter if it's running or not um, and then update the customer database. Uh, in St. Lucia, there's also the issue that about 10 to 15% of all customers do not have um, a water meter, um, but they pay for uh, flat charges per month, which is also not very beneficiary in, 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 in quantifying your volume. So the strategy of Wasco is to, to get all uh, customers metered. And, uh, and those kind of activities can be done in the pilot zone. What happens uh, once we, we, we install meters at, this, at these connections and, and then after one, one month later renew the water balance and see what the effect is on the, on the total non-revenue water. So this will be part of, um, in part of the, you mentioned documentation, but also for continuity. Is there going to be... Uh, a proper documentation so that if Wasco brings in a, let us say, new staff or so other departments can know what uh, the system and uh, the procedures are, are you going to have some documentation by way of what we call standard operating procedures? Actually, um, one standard operating procedure has been prepared also during the consultancy, especially for on uh, how to uh, implement a DMA, so w w which decisions should be taken by the management on a higher level to, uh, to identify the DMA. And there are, there's a whole uh, list of, of working instructions, working orders to be placed, so, and that is all um, integrated in this uh, SOP for, uh, for, for uh, creating DMAs and then also maintaining them, operation and maintaining them with clear responsibilities uh, from the different department heads. Yeah, one of the critical things um, from what I'm learning is that you need to have um, buying it internally by all the, uh, all the stakeholders within the departments. What sort of work is, um, in, the, in the project has taken place in terms of trying to bring all the departments to understand what is taking place? 
Well, during the consultancy, we had many, many workshops uh, because this uh, for creating several uh, SOPs, uh, standard operating procedures, and um, the procedures actually have been created by the staff and the managers uh, themselves, the middle management. So it is a it is a joint process um, of, of creating these uh, these SOPs. But of course, um, the managers of each single department has to take the responsibility and uh, and put uh, the activities in, 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 into practice. That is still a, sometimes a challenge. Okay, so if all goes well, um, in your experience and your own estimation, um, how how soon would you see or, or what sort of level of reduction should we anticipate? let us say, in the next year or two years? Or is it reasonable to think within two years you could see significant reductions? Well, usually um, reducing reductions uh, really uh, comes with a lot of sweat and energy. So you really have to, uh, to, do, the, to do the activities. But um, worldwide, I think the economic level of, of water loss is uh, estimated to be at around 20%, but uh, to to go back from the existing 40 to 50 to 20 is uh, is quite a challenge for the for the whole island so usually you have targets uh, in the range of 2 to 3% per year or something to to, to manage that and uh, doing do, um, doing the pilot zone activities now will show us which uh, which of the activities bring the the most uh, the most uh, water in and also money in and save saves a lot of money and, and also energy and everything so the, the pilot studies are more also to identify, okay, what happens when we replace all 40 meters by, by calibrated ones? What is the impact on the water balance? And if that seems, if that's a very good approach and it, it brings a lot of uh, money, then of course it can be expanded as an as a, as a island-wide program. Thank you very much, Keys. This, is, this was really fabulous uh, interview and a lot of information to go out to our various stakeholders. And at Kawasa, we are trying to get you all the information and a lot of things that are taking place in the water sector. And non-revenue water is high on the agenda of most water utilities in the Caribbean region as we try to build resilience in the water utilities in the Caribbean region. Thank you very much, Keys. You're welcome. Thank you.